0: Welcome to the audio podcast of Abide in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Each week, Pastor Mark offers devotional thoughts from a passage in our current book of the month. For more information on how to abide in the word with us, navigate your web browser to abide.info. It is Tuesday, January 25th, and it's time for the weekly Abide in the Word update, encouragement, uh resource suggestion, and some thoughts on a passage from Titus. So we are going to be looking at something called Literal Word today. That is uh, what my recommendation is. It is an app of the New American Standard Bible. You can get it on Google Play and the uh, iOS App Store. You can see that it's uh, got the text of the New American Standard Bible, but it also has a dark mode, which is a Big deal for me personally. I uh, find it easier on my eyes. Uh, You can do highlighting. It is available offline. As you can see here, there's no ads, no social media features. It's just great. It's kind of a distraction free app, a very good app if you want to use the New American Standard Bible from 2020. Now, why would you want to do that? Why do I recommend this app? I would say that the New American Standard Bible is the closest to being. A word-for-word translation that we have in English. The ESV is, is close to that, uh, but it takes uh, it puts some sentence structure together in a certain way to make it more readable. Whereas uh, the New American Standard is concerned about readability, obviously, or otherwise it it wouldn't be a good translation. But primarily, uh, their their goal is to be as literal as possible, and that's why they call their app literal word. So check out the literal word app for another translation for you to read. And it is free, way cheaper than buying a $30 Bible or a $40 Bible to have a whole bunch of them sitting around. Having an app is the best way to go, right? Because it's free and you don't need to worry about having all these different translations. Where will you put them? They're all either on your phone or on your tablet. All right, let's move on and take a look at the passage that we're going to be looking at for today. I have to switch to my Bible software. There we go. We're going to be looking at Titus verse 8 and 9 today from chapter 3. The saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things so that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people, but avoid foolish controversies, genealogies dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. So we have taken a look at over the course of our time in Titus, we've looked at this previous verse that sets the context for this. Uh, Paul talking about how they were foolish, disobedient, led astray, slave to various passions and pleasures, uh, all these things. But once the loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, he has saved us, not because of anything that you and I have done, but saved us by his grace, and we've been washed We've been justified, we've been renewed, all of that. And so Paul says that that saying about our salvation in Christ is trustworthy. And so what does he want Titus to do? He wants him to insist on these things, not insisting on little minutiae of details about certain things. And we're going to see what some of those minutiae that that he doesn't want Titus to concern himself with are as we look at verse 9, but he wants him to focus on this, right? The, The fact that we were dead in our sin, the fact that we were foolish and disobedient, that we needed to be saved by God's grace. Uh, the fact that he saved us, not because of anything that we've done. So, you know, if we believe that we save ourselves, we're not doing ourselves any favors. Uh, because what, what do we do? We get we get puffed up. We think that we're righteous on our own. That's not good. And then we also see that, that we have this regeneration. We're, we're someone new. We have been born again. We've been renewed by the Holy Spirit. Paul wants us to focus on those things. Why? So that those who have believed in God may be careful to devote themselves to good works. Notice, that is what we're to devote ourselves to. Not, not uh, minutiae of detail, as I said, but instead focusing on the grace that God has given us. Why is that? Because that leads us to holy living. The, the desire to serve God and to love God comes from understanding the wonderful things that he has done for us. That's why Paul wants us to understand this, because if we understand God's grace, then we're going to want to serve God by serving others. And notice what he says. These things are excellent and profitable for people. This helps folk, right? This lets us serve our neighbor and love our neighbor and share the gospel with them. But now, as I said, we get to verse 9 as we see the minutiae that, that Paul doesn't want us to worry about. Foolish controversies, genealogies, dissension, quarrels about the law. Now, when he talks about quarrels about the law here, now he may be talking a little bit about the moral law, but probably not. He's probably talking about the ritual law. You know, how to do uh, the, whether or not this part of the old ritual law of the sacrifices and all these things continue. All these um, things that they had to wear and worship and all those things, you know, when you get to the book of Leviticus, you sort of start to glaze over because it's all these little details. So Paul doesn't want them to quarrel about those kind of things. No, focus on the grace of God. Um, Paul doesn't want them to worry about people who have uh, are having dissensions among them. Focus on the grace of God. Genealogies. Well, which person from the Old Testament are you distantly related to? And does that make you as holy as me? That's the idea of not worrying about genealogies there. And so we want to avoid those kind of things. We want to avoid those because they're unprofitable, they're worthless. But notice the contrast that Paul's using here. Those kind of things are unprofitable and worthless. But this statement that he's made about the grace of God, about how salvation works, those things are excellent and profitable for people. So may we be a people, as we read through Titus, as we go out and live our lives every day, may we be the type of people who are most focused on the grace that God has showed us. Now, not only does that help us know our salvation and the importance of it, but it also helps us to view our neighbor in a different light. We understand that they also, if they're unbelievers, uh, we understand that they are needing God's grace and we're not going to be judgmental towards them. If they are fellow believers, we're going to understand that they have received the same grace that we have and the Holy Spirit is at work in them just as the Holy Spirit is at work in us. And so this helps us to view the world in a godly way, in a way that brings honor to Christ, because we're focusing on what he has done to save us. And Again, remember these things, for they are excellent and profitable for people. May we live lives that are excellent and profitable today. Let me pray for you. Gracious God, we love your word, that it tells us of who you are and what you've done to save us. We pray, O Lord, that we would focus on the beauty of your grace, that we would be reminded of how we are fallen in sin, but you have rescued us radically and you've uh, caused us to be reborn and regenerated. And remember that the Holy Spirit is at work in us. May we read your word today with gladness and may that word be at work in us through the power of your Holy Spirit. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen. All right, I just wanna finish up by encouraging you If you've maybe fallen away from reading Titus as much as you did at the beginning of the month, this is the time to come back to it, right? This is your opportunity to finish up the month strong. We got six days left. You can get six good readings of Titus in, no problem. Go back to it, and I think you'll enjoy going back to it, not just because it's God's Word, but also because stepping away from it for a couple days, maybe you'll see something new or be reminded of something that you learned earlier in the month. Next week, when we have our weekly Abide in the Word, we'll be looking at the book of Colossians, because that is our book of the month for February. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this week's Abide in the Word. You can find the video of each episode at our YouTube channel or Facebook page. For more information on First Reformed Church, check out our website, edgertonfrc.org.